Welcome to the Coach's Preview Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Today, we have special guests from Independence and Page High School Basketball talking about tonight's district matchup. We're going to start with the girls coaches. We've got Mary Beth White of Independence, Adam Brock of Page. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me too. You guys are, are both really in similar situations. Coach White, uh, you stepped up on an interim basis to coach the team this year. They brought you out of retirement. You've got your athletic director duties, uh, but you didn't know necessarily going in that you were going to have to step up. And then Coach Brock, uh, you've taken over for your dad, kind of a family affair. Your dad, Coach Ron Brock, for the time being, uh, we're looking forward and anticipating his return fairly soon. Uh, but that has to be you know, a little bit of a challenge for both of you. Obviously, Coach White, you've dealt with it a little bit longer now because uh, you've had it for the year. So, Coach White, let's start with you. This wasn't in the plans when the year started with your with your job as athletic director, too. So, how's it been? Uh, well, it's been a little different, uh, but I enjoy uh, I love basketball. Um, I've gotten to really know the girls on a pretty, pretty quick um, turnaround. I think it started on November 9th, second week of practice. And... Um, you know, it's a great bunch of kids. Uh, I had to go find a whistle. I actually went to Walmart Sunday night before practice start on Monday and bought me a whistle. And, uh, you know, having to get up in the attic and dust off some files. But, uh, you know, I was in it long enough that didn't forget how lots like riding a bike. And um, the girls have been very, very receptive. And uh, parents, actually, the whole school. So um, we're young. We're taking some lumps. But, um, I mean, I can't ask for any more effort from the kids. So it's been fun. Well, and Coach, uh, uh, to let our audience know, you're the athletic director there at Independence High School. Certainly that requires a lot of work. Uh, anytime you go to an independent sporting event, uh, you're like a worker bee. You're in there uh, doing everything for the school. Uh, we've got challenges with COVID this year, so that has to be extra challenging. It's not only you've got those athletic director responsibilities, but you've got athletic director responsibility in the days that we're living in. Yeah, definitely. COVID has um, added uh, added a few extra little things, but you know, by now, um, of course, you too. We've been talking about it since summer, and I think Williamson County's done a great job um, adapting. Our coaches, all of our schools, have done a good job of um, just being flexible because sometimes it changes day to day, sometimes it's hour to hour. Um, but we've we've uh, we've given our kids a, a great opportunity and chance, and and been able to. To get this far and and looking forward to finishing up basketball and um, I know spring sports are I mean they are just itching after after last year they're I mean they're excited we're excited I'm excited to get back out there with spring sports so we'll just you know keep plugging and um, do what we can to give these kids uh, the, the best opportunity they possibly can. Coach Brock talk about the challenges of taking over uh, uh, for your dad on an interim basis. Obviously, your experienced assistant coach there. Uh, uh, this isn't your first rodeo either, but just talk about maybe the challenges and changes uh, that that has brought for you. So being with uh, my dad, we've been together for um, probably 10 plus years now. We started at Sunset Middle School even actually, and um, then moved to Ravenwood. I was there for a uh, good solid four years, and now we're back at um, where I graduated, Page High School. Um, so there, 
aren't really too many challenges because um, um, he lets us take over in practice and do what we need to do um, with the girls. So um, just uh, having the voice and being able to um, um, talk with the girls. And uh, um, I think it's been pretty easy to set in just because of the um, roles he's allowed his assistant coaches to play in, on the team. Well, coach, that's pretty obvious when I when I watch your teams, you know, last year with that postseason run. And, you know, for me, uh, I know a lot of people go to games and uh, they watch the action out on the floor, which I certainly do. But I also pay attention to the coaches because I, I, I love talking to coaches and I love coaching. Uh, it's pretty obvious that you do have that great chemistry uh, amongst your staff and you guys do have responsibilities. You know, they always say that a successful leader in their absence, uh, there'll still be a plan. There'll still be an obvious uh, uh, process that you have to go through. That seems to be definitely the case with your with your squad based on what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, he, um, I obviously wanted to coach with him because I played uh, ball in the past. I played at um, collegiate basketball and um, our other assistant, Sarah, she has was well versed in basketball. She also played under him when she was um, a lot younger. So um, having her as well um, on the female side of thing really helped us out with our girls basketball team for sure. Let's talk about your teams a little bit. We'll start with independence. Uh, coach, you talked about you having a, a young team, had your struggles, uh, but they, they they're working hard. They're continuing to get better, still looking for that first league win, uh, but talk about, you know, how you've been able to, to, to get them to still compete. Is it, is it based on, hey, look, we're young. Uh, this is a process. It's going to be fine. When we look forward a year from now, two years from now, what we're doing today is going to make a difference. Is that part of that conversation? It is. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's kind of knowing and getting the girls to understand their capabilities and limitations. Um, we've got 16 uh, people on roster, uh, two are on injured reserve. So out of 14 able bodies, 12 of those 14 are freshmen and sophomores. And, and the reality of that for most programs is, you know, that's kind of like a JV team playing at a varsity level. And I've, I've got a couple of freshmen out there going against seniors. Um, they're a lot bigger and faster and more experienced. And it's just kind of setting goals that don't necessarily, um, look at the scoreboard or, or don't look at a win and loss column, but uh, different different types of goals, um, just improving on, you know, turnover possession ratio, rebounding skills, and losing the summer and a preseason with such a young group where you got summer camps and working with all that, you know, that, that's when you do all your fundamental work. And um, they didn't have that opportunity due to COVID. So, kind of like a double whammy you're young and you didn't get all that extra practice so uh, kind of trying to do summer fundamental work and 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 game planning all at the same time but but they're hanging in and I think they're, they're catching on and we are improving um, so in another year or two it's going to be okay well your team talk about them being so young uh, you know when you start talking about 12 of your 14 able bodies or freshmen or sophomores that's that is a tough road to hoe for sure, but doing a good job keeping it between the ditches, so to speak, coach. 
uh, Christy Martinez was really your only player that returned with any type of experience. Talk about some of the other young ladies uh, that have also stepped up for you. Yeah, Christy's our lone senior, and um, she has really stepped into a leadership role. And um, man, I, I tell her thank you almost every day for just hanging in there. Uh, we had some other uh, young ladies that just decided that, you know, they had some other things in their lives that they needed to pursue besides basketball at this time. Um, but then um, we've had, uh, we actually had a junior soccer player, um, Chase Bethman, that's come on the scene. And the first day of practice, I thought, man, you need to stay at soccer. Um, and then she put up uh, some great numbers last uh, earlier in the week um, against Ravenwood. And it's really kind of moved from uh, just kind of that practice player to she's in rotation now. Um, and then, you know, start um, two freshmen, Claudia Chilton and Evie Nichols um, as two perimeter players. Um, Claudia as a point guard. And then another freshman softball player, Jayla. Um, Miller, my backup point guard. So two, two freshman point guards has uh, caused a lot of gray hair, but um, man, they're workhorses and, and they come every day and, um, you know, they're giving me everything that they can possibly give. So there's no complaints there. Well, you talk about people who are in situations where they need to be. Certainly uh, uh, you're in the right situation for that team and your situation. I know you're handling it well. You've got experience. You get it. This is not your first rodeo. You know what you have. You know what you have to do to improve. So uh, it's obvious, believe me, outside looking in. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about Paige here. You guys are coming off a 77-20 win over Centennial on Tuesday night. You now sit at 5-1 and one in the league. Uh, I'm sure it's been great getting back on the floor too, Coach Brock. Oh, yeah, it's been um, really good getting back on the floor and um, these girls getting their legs back under them. And, um, but we still still got a long ways to go. I mean, we're young, too. We have no seniors. Uh, we lost a couple key pieces last year, so still trying to um, put everything together and, and still create that chemistry on the court. Um, it's still going to take some time, and hopefully we can um, have all these pieces and everything um, put together chemistry-wise by the time we get late into the season. When you talk about uh, Paige girls basketball, you have to start with Mackenzie Cochran, Lily Wilkin, obviously keys for you guys. And uh, and I mean this in a, in a very complimentary way. These are two players that I'm sure uh, uh, your opponents look at your roster and say, they are only juniors. They've been playing seven years apiece. Uh, so it's, it's, I know you rely on them uh, for a lot, uh, but you've had some other players step up too, Coach. Yeah, I mean, um, it's almost like pick your poison. Um, you go out and you guard those um, two names and you got um, Abigail Ward step up, hit some shots. Um, you got um, our athletic um, guard, Braley Bushman. Um, she's starting to come on the scene and play really well. And um, we got a couple key pieces that we rotate off the bench. And um, Sadie has really um, stepped up in our post position to replace a really key piece um, in our program to replace um, Olivia Wilson. So um, we got a lot of key pieces that rotate in and um, give us some, some good depth that we're not used to having. Um, so it's almost like I said, um, pick your poison. If you're going to lock those two down, you better um, get out and get these other girls because um, they can knock down some shots and do some good things. 
Let's talk about the district real quick. Uh, we've got uh, Summit and Spring Hill, uh, both undefeated at this time. Uh, Brentwood six and one, Page five and one. Then you go to the middle of the pack, so to speak. You got Ravenwood and Dixon there. Uh, Franklin, much improved team. Uh, starting with you, Coach White, you guys right now, if the season ended, you would be in that eight nine game, which again, taking a look at that, uh, it'll be a game that you can compete in. You could win if, if you had to play that right now. To me, that's probably not bad for your team. It's a play-in <laughs> game, so to speak, to get to the eight. But if you could have your team uh, win that game, again, we're assuming it ends like if the season right. ended today, obviously it doesn't end today. Uh, but that would be a winnable game, and it would allow you to play at a minimum uh, two district games if you could pull that out. Is that Have you thought about that at all? Am I bringing that up for the first time, or is that – no, I mean, it, it, it's kind of a thought. We started um, earlier in the week, kind of the, the second round of the district as we're, uh, when we hit Ravenwood the second time around. So it's this time of year you start thinking tournament. And, um, you know, we've been, we've been fortunate. Um, we may be the, one of the only teams in the district that's actually played every one of their games so far. Um, you know, when I look at everybody's records, it's like, wow, we played a lot of games. And um, so, uh you know, if we can get to that, we'll get to that eight or nine game in another month and um, if we can continue to improve. Yeah, I think, you know, we have a shot at it. And, um, it's just, you know, you're always trying to keep everybody healthy by the end of the year. And then with COVID, it's like, kind of like there's a whole nother level of keeping everybody healthy um, and their families and everybody else involved. So um, we'll just see. I think we, we got about a month. It's about a month from today, probably, that we start our uh, district. So. We'll see. Coach Brock, your team uh, still in a position to potentially finish as high as number one in the district. And the way the tournament is set up this year, uh, the better seed, so to speak, is going to end up hosting throughout. Has to be something that you guys are thinking about there at Page. You want to finish as high as you can because that also not only means, uh, in theory, an easier opponent to play or opponents to play, but also – now it's going to be satellite all the way through. Not really sure what's going to happen with the state tournament at this point, but at least until that level, it's going to be all home sites. Has to be something that's important to your team. Yeah, that's important. I mean, we play well here. Um, obviously, you want to get games at home because I mean that's where you practice. That's where you that's where you live during the basketball season. So, um, of course, um, getting home games is utmost importance. Um, but you take it a game at a time. Um, you never know what's going to happen through the season. And um, late in the season, you just want everybody healthy. So as long as we can keep everybody healthy and strive to um, win each and every game, because um, we start after every win, we start zero and zero. So um, just focus on that next game, get that next win, and hopefully things fall into place where we can play a game at home. Coaches, I appreciate you joining me today. I know you got a big game tonight. I know you have a busy schedule. I uh, really enjoyed talking Independence and Page Girls Basketball. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Darren. We'll be right back to talk Independence Page Boys Basketball. Welcome back to the Coach's Preview Show. We're talking now Independence Page Boys Basketball. And Coach Kyle, we need to call this the uh, – uh, the Coach Kyle segment, uh, Coach Her Howard couldn't be with us today, so we're going to be mainly talking about your squad and independence basketball. Getting to talk to me is um, quite a disappointment for most of these people, probably. 
Listen, I always enjoy it, Coach. Uh, we we always say this. We go way back, uh, even back to the uh, the days when you were at Warren County. Uh, you did a yes, good job there. I thought uh, I was always impressed with your your teams and matching up with you, whether it was uh, Warren County, whether it was Lebanon, Glencliff. I think maybe we played one summer. Can't remember exactly. Yeah, uh, Independence High School. You can say one thing about your teams every time. Always are going to play hard. Never seen a Doug Kyle team that didn't play really, really hard. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And, uh, you know, that is actually one of our struggles this year is being consistent with that. Uh, we play hard for two or three quarters or, you know, four guys play hard and one's resting. And, and uh, that's within experience that we have, uh, the youth that we have. Um, that's the thing that we're working for. And hopefully we get it all together uh, by the end of this year. Coach, uh, we'll talk about uh, particular players on your team here in a bit, but uh, your team has been playing well. A big win last Friday over Brentwood, 68-64. Did have a tough loss uh, to Ravenwood. Those are uh, teams that are in the top three right now in the standings. So uh, you had to be pleased with that win against Brentwood. It's always tough to get a win against Brentwood. Your teams have matched up really well uh, with Brentwood. Even last year uh, when you guys were an eight seed, uh, I mean, you give them everything they want. Uh, well, we lost in overtime to them. You know, they're a very talented, very well-coached team, and uh, our guys got excited to play, and uh, they played hard and did things that we needed to do. Um, I don't think necessarily Brentwood shot the ball well. Uh, hopefully, we had something to do with that. Um, but, uh, you know, it, I think it shows us what we're capable of doing, um, and but we just need to do it on a more consistent basis. Coach, you know, even going back to last year, you know, you had that game to end the regular season or late in the season. You turn right around and play again, and you've got that big lead in the first half. Obviously, they were a great team. Uh, you were a team that also had some experience, but that has been a great matchup, uh, Brentwood Independence. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I I just think we matched up well with them, uh, uh, their offense, and, and uh, you know, for some reason our guys uh, really look forward to playing them, I think. Coach, you're now in year three as the head coach at Independence. Uh, you've been in a few other leagues. Talk a little bit about this district. Obviously, it's a little different this year, but being in this district as compared to some other leagues you've been in. Well, you know, it, it does kind of remind me of nine AAA back in the day, if you will, um, in that it's competitive from top to bottom. Um, you know, there's there may be a couple teams here and there every, every so often that's, that struggle. But there's no district uh, that I know of that's as competitive, let's say, one through seven, um, you know, each year. You know, sometimes, like I said, there's a couple teams that struggle throughout. And, uh, you know, Dixon County was really outstanding last year. But, of course, they graduated a lot of players. To, uh, and so they're struggling. But you expect them to be back. Um, of course, next year's district is completely different again. Um, but, you know, they're – outstanding coaches and young men who really like to compete and uh, you've got to be ready to play every night um, and play for four quarters and maybe even longer. Coach, uh, you know, something I've noticed, uh, obviously we have limitations on crowds uh, because of COVID-19, but I'll be honest, when I go to these games, I look at it and go, the, this would be a good crowd in a lot of districts in a normal year. Oh, well, that 
you know, that is completely true. I mean, these is definitely the, the best crowds you could get. Um, I think Williamson County really shows out for their sports and, and uh, we really appreciate all their support. Um, you know, this year we're missing those student sections uh, tremendously, but uh, you know, and I feel for our feel for the kids all throughout the state and throughout the country who don't get to uh, experience that, but at least uh, we are getting to compete and uh, they're getting a taste of that as much as possible. Coach, talk about the challenges of, of dealing with COVID-19 in terms of your everyday routine, not only as a, as a coach, but also as a teacher. It's been a challenging year, I know. It has, um, but we've kind of embraced those challenges and just accept them and move on. Um, you know, just like everybody else, the spacing, you know, you, you, it's it's hard sometimes in practice keeping people apart and, and doing that uh, every day wearing the masks, wearing the masks from team meetings um, and doing those kind of things every day. Um, and in the classroom, you know, I'm so proud of the students of uh, Williamson County who have been able to adapt, whether we're hybrid, whether we're in school, out of school, um, and they've adapted through the Zoom meetings, just like our meeting here. Uh, you know, it's great seeing your face, but uh, you know, I don't get to shake your hand. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and, but I think, these people will adapt and you learn to appreciate those opportunities where uh, you can share those times together. Coach, now I really appreciate you saying it's great to see my face. That's the first time I've, I've heard anybody say that on one of these shows. So I appreciate that. Okay. So I was being nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey coach, here's something that coach white brought up in the previous segment. I was going to bring up to you as well. You're one of only three teams that is caught up in terms of playing district games. That really has to help as we progress. Now, I'm not trying to jinx your team. Obviously, you know at any time something could happen, but but that's got to mean a lot that you're caught up. Yeah, we've missed um, some playing time individually, um, but overall, um, we've been very fortunate to be able to get our games in um, and not have to miss either for our team or the team that we were playing. Um, you know, there have been some schools that have missed and uh, but it's been very fortunate for us that we've been able to play a normal schedule. We missed throughout Christmas uh, holiday season um, and didn't play any games that we were supposed to travel to, but uh, we're ready to go. Coach, you're five and four in district play, uh, which I think uh, has surprised a few people. Last year, uh, you had six seniors that you lost that were big time contributors. You finished. Uh, in the bottom tier of the league right now, you're in the mix uh, for having a home game, which basically means you're finishing in the top four. Uh, it surprised some people. I don't think in talking to you, it's totally surprised you though. No, I guess, you know, we've really had some high expectations and, and uh, you know, we hope for, we hope to even improve on that. You know, I think right now, if you look at it, we're somewhere between three and, and, and six or seven, even possibly it would be tough after losing uh, two games. Ravenwood to climb into that two seed. Um, you know, last Tuesday was a uh, very disappointing loss. Um, credit Ravenwood, they played outstanding. But um, we've got uh, we've got a group that I think is uh, pretty talented and well balanced. Um, and we uh, share the ball well. We work hard. They work hard together. We just got to be more consistent. Cameron Bell uh, was a returning player that I think you had a lot of expectation for uh, the folks in the district know who he is. 
a young man that moved in last year, did a great job for you. Uh, talk about what he means uh, to your team. Well, he, he's kind of our inside presence. He, he does the, the heavy lifting in the rebounding department and scoring down low um, and, and also defending that post play. Um, you know, it, it's a big challenge. We're, we've got a lot of guards outside of him. Um, you know, Justin Miles does a, a really good job of uh, coming off the bench and, and spotting uh, Cameron. Uh, but we've got to get some more consistent scoring from Cameron. And, um, and I'm, I'm sure he's capable. And, and he, take, he really is fun to coach. He uh, wants to get better. He's a yes, sir guy. I will, you know, whatever I can do, you know, he wants to learn. Um, he hasn't had much experience playing basketball prior to uh, last year um, in an organized fashion. So, uh, you know, and he's just a junior. And uh, we've got a lot of juniors this year playing um, and underclassmen, <laughs> even a freshman, um, playing some significant minutes. River Katina, another young man that's, that's played well for you. And you mentioned uh, a freshman, Jet Montgomery. Jet... <laughs> 22 points uh, against uh, Brentwood last week. And, you know, the most impressive stat to me was he's nine of nine from the free throw line against Brentwood down the stretch. For you to have the confidence for your team, and I'm assuming that you were trying to get him the ball to go to the free throw line. Maybe it's a little bit of Brentwood saying, hey, let's foul the young guy. But that's big time now, him to step up and do that. Uh, yeah, he he's, works on his game so hard. Another great guy, one of the hardest workers we have already um, as a freshman and so mature for a, for a freshman. Uh, definitely has a, a great stroke, confidence in his game. You know, he's shooting, uh, what, uh, 89 or 79%, I think, from the free throw line. His effective field goal percentage is 57%, shoot 41% from threes. Um, you know, he can, he can flick it. And uh, so really excited. I, I think he was honored to be uh, – the player of the week, uh, gateway tire. And so that's, that was really cool to, uh, for that presentation for him. Um, he deserves it. And, you know, he's just kind of earned it all the way through, um, just started starting for us, uh, after Christmas break and, uh, has really shown up, you know, in a great way. Well, of course, river is, uh, another outstanding young man. He's a junior and he, uh, we ex expected him to give us, um, plenty of help last year, but um, due to injury, he uh, didn't was not allowed. You know, didn't get as much time uh, that we had hoped. And uh, but he's coming on, and he's an exceptional talent. Has uh, great court vision, um, and uh, really could be special. Coach, let's talk about uh, the district uh, standings right now. And again, it's it's jumbled up. You got people played games, not played games, but. As we see here today, Dixon and Spring Hill uh, both still looking for their first win. Uh, Centennial two and six, Page four and four, Summit three and three, Brentwood four and three. You guys are sitting at five and four, Ravenwood seven and two, Franklin eight and one. So like you said, you're sitting in third if you're talking about win column, uh, but Brentwood, Summit, Page, really a lot uh, could be said there. Uh, probably gonna be tough for Centennial to climb too much at this point. Uh, so it looks like that will be the teams that'll be three through six. Uh, a lot of basketball still to play, but right now you've got the inside track at not only finishing the top four, but potentially as, as high as three. That would mean a home game 
if you can get in the top four, uh, which would give you an opportunity to play at home to advance not only to the district semifinals, but also to the region tournament. So that's got to be on your mind a little bit too, that home game possibility. Absolutely, especially, you know, with, with the COVID, the way that the tournament's organized, everything's going to be at home um, with a higher seed. Um, so you're definitely focused on that because that definitely helps. Um, but what we do is we, if you win one of those games, you're going to be playing the same teams, those same four teams, you know, <laughs> is what it looks like if it stays this way. Um, so, you know, if, if it stays in those four, Brentwood, Page, uh, Summit, and um, us. Um, we'll be playing each other in some form or fashion that first round. So you want to have all the advantages you can. Coach, if you take a look at your roster, uh, you would think that you're a year away from being really good. But what would that mean for this team? Because you're going to have so many people come back. Not that you're looking forward. You're looking at right now. But what would that mean for this team to have a chance to play two, three, four, maybe more postseason games and then have, in essence, your entire or most of your squad coming back. It would have to mean a lot for this team. You know, we have some senior contributors that uh, really do a lot for us um, in, you know, Sam Womack uh, running the point for us and, and control. And then uh, uh, Colin Upright, who comes off the bench and just fills whatever role, just a workhorse. Those are two guys that you just absolutely love to coach. You know, they'll do, they just all team guys, whatever it takes, coach, we'll do it. Um, so I love having those. And I mentioned Justin Miles coming off the bench and, and spotting up uh, Cameron. And then there's uh, uh, Jackson Campbell, who, uh, you know, you know what a great athlete he is um, as a quarterback from the football team and going to Navy um, to play football there. So he's a great athlete. And uh, he, he helps us with his athleticism, especially on defense and on the boards. Um, so uh, we do have a good senior group that that's very supportive, but yeah, our core, I think is, is with our juniors. Um, and it kind of reminds me of the opportunity that Lebanon had when I was at uh, my last two years at Lebanon. Um, <clears throat> we had a junior group and I remember, we remember talking about it. It's like, you know, they thought they could make it a long way as seniors. And we kind of tried to refocus them and lo and behold, we, uh, we got them, we got to the state tournament as juniors and then repeated the state tournament appearance as seniors uh, the year after I left in uh, 2000, 99, 2000. Coach, the first battle, let's talk a little bit more about tonight's game. Uh, you come out on top 52-50. Uh, that was back on December 4th at Independence. So tonight should be another uh, great challenge and a great battle, not only for district standings, but it's two teams that I think are, are pretty similar. Talk about uh, some keys for you to come out on top tonight. Well, uh, we have got to do a much better job of rebounding the basketball, um, both ends. Um, that's one of our weaknesses right now. We, we got to give Cameron some help. Um, he, he's got to do a better job also on the inside. I think getting inside offensively, um, he does a really good job cleaning it up on defense for us, um, but we've got to rebound much better. We've got to take care of the basketball. I expect us to compete uh, defensively, um, and uh, but they run some they run some good stuff. They're well coached. They're they're great team oriented. Um, we've got to figure out how to handle their big man. Um, you know, anytime you got somebody six seven or, or bigger, uh, <laughs> which he is, I think he's what six nine. I don't know. He's a lot taller than me. 
And so, um, but uh, we've got we've got work to do. Um, but you know, we're, we've got we can hopefully give them some challenges as well. Um, but those are some key things that I think we have to do, and, and I think that's what we're trying to clean up and what we've been trying to clean up with our inexperience. Um, we we I think we've got plenty of talent. It's just a matter of focusing that talent and making sure that we understand uh, we've got to play 32 minutes. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to tonight's uh, matchup, the WCTV game of the week, Independence High School travels to Page High School. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule today, Coach. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us for the Coach's Preview Show. We'll see you next time.